Just sound checks for two hours. <laughs> toast. Right. <clears throat> toast. One, two, toast. Three, three. Sausages. One. 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 You got. You got to be sort of northern. One. 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 Toast. One. I can't one, be northern. Two. Two. One. Two. Yeah. Go on. Three. Go. On, he can do it. Go on. Go on. Three. Right. Okay. Ready? Right. Let's go. Okay. Are you excited? No, I'm quite nervous. Well, let's, let's introduce... nervous. No, do, do that question after we introduce him. You excited, Lex? Right, okay. Ready? Yep. Welcome to episode six of Oscar Wants a Sausage. I'm your host, Owen Marshall, with my co-host here, Matthew Henderson. Afternoon. And with us today in the studio, which happens to be a shed, we have Alexis Powell. Hello. Tell us a bit about yourself, Alexis. Right, um, I'm Owen's friend from college, I guess. You're not friends with Matt? No, not my friend. No, no, Matt Longo, I think, but... Doesn't matter, though. No, it's Your no. friend. Actually, did you go to Rutlish, Matt? No. No. Okay, this is completely pointless off-topic subject. But anyway, I've met both these guys at uh, Isha College. I've known, I've known Owen Longo because he called me a choir boy down the phone once when I was about eight years old. Good this history. Is, this is true. <laughs> yeah, because he's friends with a guy I went to middle school we might, with. We, we went to Women and Chase, didn't we? Oh, yeah, you were at Women and Chase. Yeah, so I, I reckon I've known you longer than longer than I Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, because I knew Stuart Patterson from Women and Chase and um, I ended up talking to him on the phone one day and then all of a sudden this random voice, you know, came online and I heard Choir Boy. More importantly, Alexis, you are... One of our only listeners currently. I think at the moment, I think that you might have what one other listener or something. I haven't seen the statistics. I reckon. I reckon this is all just lies. I reckon you got hundreds of people listening, <laughs> and you're just like trying to make them feel sorry for you. Thousands, like to... thousands, thousands of people listen to the show every yeah, week. Yeah. yeah. Are you are you nervous about having your uh, your ramblings on the internet? I'm sure they've been on the internet before in text form. I've never never made the jump to audio, but this this is it. I mean, I think hopefully I can boost this into some sort of career where I can, mm. you know, do a bunch of other more popular podcasts and then maybe get onto radio. Oh, oh I see. I so you're just hoping. using us as a launch pad, are you? Yeah, you're just, just basically a springboard for me just to um, show off my talents and my range of vocal anecdotes. Oh. Do you want to give us one? Not right now, no. You still, you still, you're cooking one up in that. I'm, uh, I'm cooking one up right now as we speak. Right, well, if you, uh, if you, when it's ready, well, yeah, give us know. a sign. We'll, we'll cut. Yeah, make yeah. sure it's nice and quiet, and you can uh, unleash hell. Good, 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 good. Uh, Alexis, um, one, one of the things that people might be interested in seeing if they're, if they're online while they're listening to this is your, um. Penis. LC. Well, is your penis online? <laughs> um, I actually believe it is. I'm just not sure where. Because <laughs> Didn't there, isn't there a New Year's Eve video? He's lost his penis. I lost my penis. It's detachable. I was at a New Year's Eve party, and um, I think I put it in the bathroom cabinet because that's where I always seem to leave it. But you know, no. Uh, there was a there's a picture of me naked that sort of floated around. I think it was on Hot or Not for a while, and then. <laughs> It was censored actually. My penis How, wasn't seen. What was your rating like? I was quite good. It's like eight point four, I oh, think. Good. Yeah, it was all right. The um, ladies dig a penis. Don't they, they they do. Uh, they, as I said, it was sort of cropped 
Oh, so it's just right, my yeah. thing because obviously you can't get away with putting penis yeah, on. There must on be some off. sort of new version of that. Yeah, there must somewhere. be. The, I'm sure there's rate my poo. So I'm sure there's like rate my penis. <laughs> there's rate my poo. There's yeah rate my poo dot com. Oh wow! I think I think this is a. Uh, it's interesting to know because obviously Lex is a big internet man, and uh, you you it's fair to say you. You yeah, browse, you browse the web, don't you? I'm I'm a heavy user of the interweb. So what what's what's your most sort of recent Google search then? Um, I keep don't it know. clean, Lex. Keep it clean. I don't. That's the thing. I don't really use. Um, I don't really use Google that often. I more use it as a spell checker because. What, what, <laughs> well, don't doesn't your web browser just do the spell checking? Yeah, I've got well because I use Firefox that's got a spell checker, but I don't think I don't think it's that good. Like there's a lot of times where I spell a word and I right click i might be only like one letter off but it mm. still doesn't come up so i have to so i just stick it in google right. so what, what's your choice it. search engine then well it would be google if i was going to do a search you, just not more search, like, you don't search for it don't really because like, i go to like slash dot i look at a few forums that kind of thing i guess slash dot's really a forum anyway but um well i don't know what slash what slash dot it's like a tech website but it's it's like heavily geeky, like very biased towards Linux. Um, right, so you okay. you booted up your machine, right? Yeah. Windows or Linux or what? Uh, Windows at the moment, <laughs> because I can't actually. Well, I can't even install Linux at the moment. I'm trying to get a new version on there. But okay, you you booted up your Firefox, right? Yeah. What's what's your normal routine? Um. Well, I'm, I've actually well, so I use Firefox. I've switched over, started using Google Chrome. Oh, I've so not heard of this I've one. I've heard of the browser, yeah. Yeah. I, I mind, uh, it's a... Yeah, it's How a long bit... have you been using it? Uh, yeah. Well, like, the beta was launched probably within the last month, so not too long. It's recent, and, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's, it's very recent. recent. Well, I mean, it, there was a big sort of swell and everyone was talking about it, and it's seemed to have died, so we're sort of in tech terms, it's probably like four years old, which is about a month in real terms. <laughs> How does that translate into dog years? I don't know. <laughs> What one maybe? One dog year. One one dog year is about four tech years, you know. Right. So slash dot. Tell us about slash dot. Uh, it's just like uh, they basically just trudge up like um, news stories from other like websites, which might be like interesting to their um, audience, and then they've they've got like a forum thing, so people can comment. But it's very. Um, heavily into sort of Linux, and there's a lot of Microsoft bashing, and you know. They... Where, where do you stand on the old Microsoft Linux Windows? Sort of uh, I'd like to use Linux. I have like a few problems with it, like the wireless support is not fantastic. I mean, it's a lot, lot better than it was when I started using it. Like, I've got at home, I've got like two routers. One like one's mine um, that I can connect to perfectly using using my computer when under Linux. But then there's another one that sort of because I live in sort of a shared house mm-hmm. that's theirs and they pay for the internet. So they're using this like BT wireless hub and I can't connect to it for toffee. So, <laughs> so you shop shop for sweets online then? I do, yeah. Uh, <laughs> jelly beans, not toffees, but yeah. Oh, and what websites do you go for sweets then? Uh, what is it? Cyber Candy, I guess. Cyber Candy. <laughs> There's one. Dot com. So, yeah, I think so. There's they've got a store in Covent Garden. They do like sweets from all around the world. I'm just plugging random crap now. Your... Well, we'll hopefully get a sponsorship out of them. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah. What's, what's your choice sweet then? Jelly beans. Jelly beans. Gourmet jelly beans are awesome, man. 
They're like it's like eating sort of normal food stuff, but only it's like a jelly bean. So you get like a peanut butter jelly bean. It tastes like eating it's peanut still butter. Sweet though, isn't it? It's just yeah, still sugar. It's still like ninety percent sugar, a bit of flavouring. But so it's not like eating food. No, it's not like eating food. It just tastes like you're eating food, but so you're you, eating sweets, which is just, even better. You've just tricked your mind into eating like a roast beef dinner. Yeah. Uh, but you've, but actually, you're just consuming a little nugget of sugar. Yeah, it's great. They do uh, like jalapeno flavored ones, which just taste like jalapenos, but it's all sugar. It's great. When was the last time you had a proper meal, Lex? Uh, fortnight ago or something. I don't know. <laughs> so, what, what did you eat for dinner yesterday? What was your your daily? What was your intake yesterday? I I actually had chili con carne yesterday. Oh right, okay. that's um, a proper meal. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah chili yeah. with beans or uh, jelly beans. Tea- yeah, jelly baby. No, I had like a proper chili. jelly babies or jelly beans. Jelly beans. I had a, I had a, like I made it myself. Well, so there's a risk, was it? What was it risk? I can cook. I've heard about your uh, some of your your previous endeavours in the kitchen. Hey, my my cooking's all right. My girlfriend ate it. She was oh, quite happy. Okay. So you know. Oh, she ate it. Yeah, she's taken some for lunch today. Are you are you finding it hard? Um, you know, with with, with the new girlfriend, well, newish girlfriend, right? Yeah, like ten months. Does it make your <laughs> Does it make <laughs> Does it make your commitment to um, computing difficult? Or well, I wouldn't say I've got that strong a commitment to computing, but I still like. I mean, I'm studying. Well, you've got your OU course, right? Yeah, but I mean, like. Obviously, she she well she doesn't study at the moment, but like she's quite happy when I go. Look, I got to go and go read some read some work, do some revision, you know, get a piece of coursework done. So like, how's the course going? Yeah, it's going alright. I mean, I've got a um, piece of I've just finished a module, uh, but I don't get the results to the twelfth of December. So you know, by the time you edit this and put it out oh. I should know oh, that's I can't unfair believe, I can't that is unfair I must admit Alexis give me a pop now <laughs> I must admit Lex when we first started this I, I didn't think it'd see the light of day for a couple of years but <laughs> Mate, this is true, true, true to his word Owen has been editing and uh, distributing these things on a, on a, a a regular basis it's, it's actually it, fairly unfair considering my track record of getting stuff done Owen, Owen has traditionally been quite bad, but you know. Well, he's got a rep. Let's be honest, and I think he'll admit that. Mm. But on this project, he's been uncommitted. He's to been the sausage, committed. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he loves the sausage, so. Uh, this, this. Who this... doesn't love a bit of sausage now and again? Hey, well, we just uh, started the day with uh, the sausage rolls, and I think it's fueled our. Uh, I've had about five sausage rolls already. So far, quite well. We've got another three sitting in here somewhere, don't we? Oh, there's two up in the Two up in No, no, I'm good, actually. I'm... I've had my fill. Peckish, you know, we've got to look after our guests well, exactly. and all that. Yeah, the, the green room here our is listeners. very nice. Our listeners. Our listeners, we've got listeners. exactly. <coughs> Can I just thank you now for. Um, for listening to the show. Well, um, that's very gracious of you. It's been a pleasure. Right, well, now let's get on with so this one. Oh, so just before we jump in there, have you have you enjoyed enjoyed listening to them? Like, yeah, I think I think they're pretty good. I think I think you've got a bit of a Ricky Gervais, Stephen Merchant sort of combo right, about right, you. Right, Don't mention the competition, it, mate. Although that obviously makes me the slightly strange one, which is probably fair enough. The Pilkington. Yeah, I am probably Carl Pilkington. I don't think it's fair to say strange. I think he's just uh, from a different walk of life. Unique. Yeah, he's, he's a unique. He's a unique character. unique, Lex. Thanks. You know. Would you like to be the Pilkington? 
Well, I mean, I was going to say, I think whoever's whoever's sort of third chairing is is obviously going to be Carl Pilkington to your Ricky Gervais, Stephen Merchant right. combo. Wait, who's what? Who's which? Well, I'm going for you, Owen, as um, Ricky, and then Matt is your sidekick, Carl Pilkington. Is it because he's wearing glasses? It's not because he's wearing glasses. I mean, sidekick, Carl Pilkington. No, you're his sidekick, Stephen Merchant, right. and then the guest, and you are the co-host. Right. As he introduced it, and we are in Owen Shed. It was. This is the Owen Marshall show. Well, I have to edit it, so I think it should be mine. The the only reason it's Owen's show is because he owns the equipment. Oh right. Right. (laughs) Otherwise, I wouldn't even be invited into the shed. It's like you know when you're at school and like the 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 kid has got the football. He's the captain. You know, he owns the ball. He's got to be the captain. It's just the way it goes sometimes. I never played football at school. We, well, let's not go into Rains Park again. I think we've uh, uh, been that, down that road. A that's lot. a special. We're, we have to do a. Uh, tell us, tell us what school you went to. I went to Rutledge, I think, if we're talking high school. So. And uh, who, who's, we who's, who's someone famous who went there then? Uh, I think there's an acid bath murderer who went there. Um, Sorry. I, there was well when we when we were sitting in when we were sitting in our sort of introductory sort of welcome to Rutledge meeting they did you know can you name anybody famous who went to Rutledge high school and they did about five or six psychopaths and then they um mentioned John Major as psychopath. yeah psychopath <laughs> who was the um who was obviously the sort of prime minister a while ago and then they turned around and went oh well they can't all be good can they Oh right, they're making a joke out of it. They're making but a it's... whole joke. They were they were ripping into our fine prime minister. Apparently, he bunked a lot as well when he was there. He was hardly ever there. Well, I was told he was bullied. <laughs> to be honest, would would you not bully John Major? I, I can't see him being the popular kid in school. Oh, Alexis, were you ever involved in bullying at school? Yeah, I was. I was on the receiving end. I was never the popular kid in school. That's probably why I spent most of my time on the internet. Was it was it was there ever an occasion <laughs> where there was someone who you could bully? Or yeah. were you always the bully? Well like, I think there, the bully? I think there bullied. was I think there was there was sort of a freeway switch. Like I went when when I started, I was sort of the victim. And then after a while I kind of became the bully to sort of younger people and then it sort of switched back again, I I became bullied again. So yeah, there you go. It's really sad, man. I know. So when you went back to being bullied, yeah, like having been the bully, yeah, how did that kind of like make you feel? Did you feel like you'd you'd gone down in sort of your status had gone down in school? Well, no, I don't think I ever had much status, but you know, I was just slightly bigger than other kids. I don't know. I was never, I was never the popular kid at school. I, don't know, I think it's fair to say none of us were. Have you were met we? any? Were you, were you popular well, at school? A bit of a I have. I thought I thought you, Matt, you'd have been right in there with the football and No, you know. that's fat Lex, I couldn't do any of that shit. Really? Yeah. You've I'll... trimmed up a bit recently since. Well, I just had six sausage rolls. <laughs> See me tomorrow. No, I, I was never I mean Rains Park High, obviously I was at Rains Park. Yeah. Um No, I wouldn't say I was ever popular. Oh, you know. Hasten to say maybe I was even I was bullied a little bit just for being the uh the odd one out of a crown. Is is that what the the makeup's about at the moment? Or? Well, no, the make the makeup's residue. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I I, I use the makeup to disguise myself before I go on a psychopathic rampage. For our London. listeners, do you want to just explain what your appearance? Well, I'm current. I'm currently dressed as the Joker because I went to a Halloween party 
last night and uh, dressed as the Joker. Uh, and then I've gotten up today and come to do the show, and I haven't had a shower yet. So um, that's commitment. I've, I've got I've got some white, black, and red residue on my face, green in my hair, and I'm wearing my purple shirt, waistcoat, and tie. What do you think, Lex? I think I think he looks very good as a Joker. Although his his makeup is starting to fade slightly. Well, I mean, I've slept, been <laughs> to bed. The pillow wasn't looking pretty this morning, but. Uh, <laughs> I think that's understandable. Right, let's fight. I got some photos last night. Maybe I'll, I'll distribute them around and you can you give me your opinion. Facebook on, or I might put them on hotornot.com. Oh really? Yeah. You know. See what see what people make. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they'll be on the book very soon. Which yeah. is um, we now have a book web page, don't we? Yeah. Well, we thought it was. Are about you? Time. I saw. I actually saw that as um, you you wanted to be my friend or still wants a sausage podcast. Did you not become? My I, I have. I've become your friend. Right. Well, there you go. Excellent. Um, yeah, I was going to ask you if, if you two ever had any pictures on Hot or Not? Uh, not that I know of. I don't think I've ever had one. I don't know whether I was putting it. I certainly have put on people. I've put on um, Jen, well, I put Jen on and I put uh, Woogie on. Back uh, when I was at uni. Uh, how are they doing? Oh, so, annoyingly, Woogie got quite well rated, which was sort of against the whole object of the uh, exercise. Did you pick out a good picture for no, him? No, he looked like a tosser in it. I thought that, uh, he's bound to get voted down. I just kept going on there voting him down <laughs> just to sort of, you know, keep him in check because his ego was getting bigger and bigger. Mm. Uh, Jen, Jen did uh, fairly well. I think that's what I remember right. I don't know. They're probably still on there somewhere. I just can't remember. You know, you lose, you lose sight of the, the goal and these things sometimes. So, you know, well, drag on and on. Dig them up and link them on the site. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm sure. Do a campaign sure vote. Will be down. Both vote yeah. Alexis up. Lex up, woogie down. What's the campaign? Good. I, I'm glad, glad you're moving into a sort of political sphere on this. Well, while we're podcast. on it, are you going to vote next week? Or uh, this week? Uh, Tuesday, isn't it? Tuesday? I think by the time this goes out, we'll know who's the President of the United States and either the world would have ended or it hasn't. Yeah. I, I would vote for Obama, but obviously being an English gentleman, I can't vote. In the American election. I think it's no excuse, Lex. I think you're just not committed to this at all. <clears throat> you think I should sort of be faking some sort of American identity? Well, you just could so do I can it register. online. How hard can it be? You're a computer hacker. <laughs> Can't you fix it? We're all screwed if McCann gets in. Well, it's more. It's more. What is, what's the name? Palin. I'm a bit worried about her. I think she. I think she'd have her hand too firmly clasped on the nuclear button. Political. Political. Yeah. That's not the only thing that's been in the papers recently. Oh, we want to talk about Sachs and Jonathan Ross and... Um, I can't remember his name, no, Russell Brand. Well, it's contemporary. Let's get your take on it. What do you think? Um, I, th- I think the whole thing's been massively overblown, to be honest. I think, you know, um, Sachs should have... Um, you know, he should have been... Oh, you're talking about Andrew Sack. I I thought he was talking about someone getting sacked. No, no. No, Sack. No, no, no. Andrew Sack. Yeah, the sorry. guy used to play Manuel in um, Manuel. Manuel in um, <laughs> Forty Towers. I do. I'm just screwing up now. But I think, like, yeah, you know, it's fair enough him asking for an apology. But the fact that whatever it was, thirty thousand complaints have been lodged with Ofcom. Yeah. People have been ringing up the police trying to get like charges brought against Jonathan Ross and. Russell Brand, I think it's a bit bit extreme what, over the top for what was said. What's your opinion of them as sort of comedians, personal, you know, celebrity I'm, personalities? I'm not not a big fan of either of them, to be honest. Like, 
I think the only time I've ever listened to Russell Brand was like once I was in in a car of a friend of mine, and I, he was like, oh, "I quite like Russell Brand. Mm. This is him. It's all right. It's quite funny." Um, and like yeah, you know, I used to listen to uh, Friday Night with Jonathan Ross quite a lot when I was in, but you know, I haven't done that for quite a while now. So, I mean, but he, he's basically he's the biggest sort of evening. Talk show host oh, in, in the country, isn't it? I mean, I, can't, I don't think there's anyone else really now. No, oh, well, I think I think that's. Sorry, I got a bit of stuff in my throat, but I think that's part of. I think that's part of like what's actually happened. Like a lot of people personally don't like Jonathan Ross, right? And you know he's got this whatever it was, eighteen million pound contract over however long with the three BBC. Years. Three years. Yeah. Is it three years? Eighteen million. Six million a year, apparently. Six million. Yeah, because well, he's losing a million. Million pounds by being suspended for three months without pay. Yeah, well, you know, as as you said, he's he's costing he well he costs the BBC a lot of money, but then he does draw in a large audience, and I think just a lot of people just generally don't like him, and they've kind of got it in for him, and I think like the Daily Mail and the Sun have sort mm. of hyped hyped this up beyond beyond what it was worth, kind of thing. It's and the I, Daily Mail's fault in the first place because they. They are the ones that phoned up Andrew Sachs, uh, you know, four days after the the show went out on air, and asked him for an opinion about what was said on the radio show, and because he was supposed to be doing an interview, an yeah. interview, uh, couldn't do it, and then they apparently, allegedly, some producer from the show spoke to him and said, "Well, we won't do it this week; we'll do it next week." Um, but because it was a pre-recorded show, there was some content which was obviously done. Are oh, you all right with us putting out? And he said, yeah, apparently it's fine or something. Um, and it was the Daily Mail who phoned him up and said, have you got anything, any comment to make about what was said about your granddaughter on the Russell Brand show? Now, the thing is, like, what interests me about it is after the show, when the show went out, um, the pre- obviously it's pre-recorded, when it actually got sort of, um, put out on the airwaves on the Saturday night as normal, there was, there was two complaints apparently. And it was about Jonathan Ross because he swore because he says uh, fucked on it. And, oh, not uh, not because of what he no, was saying. Not because of what was actually said. And then after it got after the Daily Mail have phoned him out and this kind of media circus has built up around it, then there's thirty thousand complaints. So why what why have all these people started complaining after the fact? They didn't even hear the show. They weren't probably, probably didn't even it. listen to it. And all they've heard is like Russell Brand, Jonathan Ross has said Andrew Sachs's grant something about Andrew, and they've all started ringing up in their droves making a complaint when. They didn't even fucking hear about it. Like, why, why? Well, like, one of the things that I was talking to a woman at work and she was like, this is disgusting. And she seemed to be of the opinion that, like, Jonathan Ross and Russell Brand rung up and just literally berated him for, like, five minutes down the phone and just, like, let out a complete torrent of just abuse, which just just didn't happen. And that was the thing. He said, like, fucked once and then they rung him they back. They swore once, yeah. yeah. He, swore, he, he swore. They they rung him back and like they were sort of trying to apologise but in sort of a stupid Russell Brown. I, I, I don't Russell think Lane. it was particularly cool what they did but um, you know the child and me found it quite funny but I, you know I see where they're coming from with it but the, the problem is for me is why what, like it just upsets me you know if people cared that much about things that actually mattered, the world might be a better place. Mm. Do you know what I mean? If you can get people... It's just like... There was an earthquake in Pakistan this week. Yeah. No one, no one's no one talking about shit. that. No one gives a fuck. No one gives a shit. You know, it just all gets pushed to the side. 
And it's just like, what's wrong with people? You know, yeah, this is what I'm saying. Like, they didn't even see the people who didn't see the show. They heard about it. Heard about it after the fact. They've all started bringing up and complaining. Well, you know, when the Daily Mail sell it, you know, the way they sell it because they want to sell newspapers. You know, so they're going to spin it out to make it out like there's some kind of like hideous events taking place. Um, and then, like you say, yeah, there's things going on in the world. They're actually serious. It's this whole um, in the Congo. Yeah, the what is I see people I, are being massacred. You know, there's 250,000 people homeless without any access to food or water. And what do we give a shit about? Russell Brand saying that he fucked fucked Andrew Sachs's granddaughter, which allegedly he did, and she's now milking all the publicity to sell her satanic sluts burlesque show. And she's in she's made a porno as well. This you, has come out after the fact. She's made this? a porno. I have seen I've seen this Satanic Sluts website. I've seen there was a picture of Andrew Sachs's daughter in a bath of blood sitting on another woman sort of showing up, sort of leaning back, showing off her tits, while this other woman, like, held a knife up to her wrist and pretend to does, slit it. Does that do anything for you? Personally, no. Like, you just thought... Say. I, she, well, she, she's she's like, laughing, isn't she? Because now, you know, well, I've no, never I, heard of her, and now, and now, you know, you put her name into bloody Google, you're getting fucking thousands of hits. Well, there seems to be, like... I mean, looking briefly at the, the news of the world today, there seems to be a backlash against, sort of, her, because, like, mm. if you read the article, it's sort of... The uh, the innocent in an innocent in sort of commas victim of the Andrew Sachs thing, mm. whatever her name is Bailey Georgina Bailey. Georgina Bailey. Um, you know, there's this backlash, and um, she there's backlash against her now, and as well, I can't remember who it is. There's a comedian off Mock the Week. Apparently, there's Frankie being Boyle. Frankie Boyle has been eighteen complaints. About something he said sort of three months ago or something. Something like, about the Queen, yeah. Yeah, he said uh, he said that the Queen has like a haunted vagina or something. Yeah. And like now people, because to- some Tory people said, well, I don't think this is on. And now people are complaining about this. It's just mm. It just seems ridiculous. It's Mary Whitehouse, isn't it? It's the whole, you know, censorship. What shouldn't, is, shouldn't, shouldn't be allowed to. I mean, at the end of the day, everyone, if we all pay a licence fee, I'm entitled to say as much as... You know, Joe Bloggs down the street is entitled to say, "Oh, I think it was offensive what Russell Brand and did." I'm entitled to say, "Well, I think it was funny." So, but I lose out. I'm not getting what I want. I'm not getting my kind of programming. I'm not getting my content that I'm interested in because, you know, thirty thousand people have complained and said it was offensive. Well, well, I mean, that's exactly the point. I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff on the TV that I really can't stand. Repeats for a start. Well, yeah, repeats constantly. Oh, EastEnders is on. Five nights a week and then a four and a half hour show on Sunday or something ridiculous. I mean, yeah, I mean, I've, that offends me. I've never, I've never watched that thing. Uh, well, that, that, you, you're paying your license fee. You're paying your yeah. do you pay 150 your quid or whatever it is a year. Do you pay uh, I do, I do. I don't even have a TV at the moment. Like I've, I'm using, and you're still paying. Well, I use BBC iPlayer, so I mean, technically, I have to pay. I, I pay one third of the license fee because. Um, you're in a shared... Uh, because I'm in shared things. <clears throat> but, I mean, our house still has a TV licence, which I pay for part of. Yeah. And the thing is, as well, like, people are complaining about these, like, BBC Fat Cats and how, like, this 18 million that Jonathan Ross is getting could be used on such... Um, so many more better things and stuff. And it's like, but... The reporter who's paid to write this, he must be on some vast overblown salary and like how much does the editor of the sun or the editor of the daily mail get paid mm. i mean i can't i can't remember what his 
name is though? Richard Little John. He gets yeah. paid like a quarter of a million pound a year just to write some column in the Daily Mail. Yeah. And it's like, well, couldn't that be used for something other than just racist tripe, basically? Oh, yeah, yeah, I shouldn't have bought that paper today, should I? Well, it's all Murdoch, isn't it? I mean, he owns. He owns. I mean, Murdoch owns the Sun and the Times. I mean, that, that's a juxtaposition right there. I mean, mm. how how either paper can kind of claim to be independent of? Um, well, the Sun doesn't claim to be independent. No, the Sun doesn't. But I mean, the Times thinks it's a highbrow reports to be a highbrow, you know, newspaper. Well, I think. I mean, I think there's a there's a big problem. Like, I don't have a massive problem with the Times or like the Guardian, but I think the way that sort of news is going. I mean, it's it's becoming less. They're not reporting the news. They're not. They're sort of putting their own spin. And I mean, mm. obviously, I think it's impossible. If somebody writes something, they've got an opinion. Mm. In some way, that opinion's going to be expressed. But you should at least make some attempt not not to be biased. Mm. And like the Daily Mail and the Sun make absolutely no attempt not to but be da- biased. Daily Mail is just is pure. It's propaganda. You know, it might as well be. It's just, yeah. They 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 have an opinion, and that's it. You know, they when, don't they don't recognise the other side of the story at all. When we had um, our friend, you know, Jack Salisbury on. Mm. Um, he was saying that it's the problem is not it's not the responsibility of you know the people who write the papers or the people who put on television shows and stuff. Problems with the audience. If mm. the audience are willing to watch this shit, if the audience are willing to pay to see this shit, then they'll carry on giving us shit. Yeah, I mean that's true to a certain extent. Yeah, well, no, that is, well, it is definitely true. Yeah. true. So if I... people buy these papers and read this shit and eat this shit, then Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I was going to defend myself and say I don't buy the Daily Mail or the Sun. In fact, like, like, I mean, I look at the Times on the internet. Um, I I look at the BBC website a bit. But I mean, obviously, that that's well, not the BBC, but obviously the Times has advertising on it, so they are getting some revenue from me looking at it. But I mean, um, yeah, no, it's 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 totally fair point. But then how do you... I think a lot of people don't recognise that the Daily Mail or even the Sun is sort of propaganda and it does spin things. They just read it and just think this is how it is, mm. you know? Mm. I, was wa- uh, I was watching um, a show a while ago and it was sort of looking at the, the way that the BBC, their news, has sort of evolved. And originally they were just sort of... They wouldn't even have a presenter on the screen. It would just go to the sort of BBC logo and they'd just have a voice talking over the top. And it was very just, well, it was very boring, but it was very factual. And it was just like, today there was an earthquake, 17,000 people died in Chile or whatever. And then they'd go on to the next piece and say, say. So it's just, like radio on TV. It was, well, it's radio on TV, but there was no, there was no comment, there was no. There was no it was opinion. It was just literally they're reading the facts, the facts yeah. in a very sort of dry I mean, English people accent. Sort of around the world really respect the BBC. Do you think we've we've lost it? Was I still think that the BBC is? I mean, it's still doing a better job than most of the other media outlets. But I think in some some sort of way, you know, it has it is definitely getting worse. In the way the way it's reporting, we're losing we're losing sort of pure factual broadcasting. How do we get the BBC back? Well, I mean, as Jack pointed out, I mean, what people watch is what what the BBC is gonna gonna make because the BBC has to. I mean, even though 
like essentially we're taxed we have to to own a tv we have to buy a tv license and the thing is you know we can't you know have too much say and that they're you know they can pretty much do what take our money and do whatever they want but Mm. at the end of the day they do have to justify their existence they do have to say well you know we've got jonathan ross who gets two million views we've got eastenders who gets eight million and stuff like that and i mean i think if they were sitting there and they were just putting out the news and you know i think i don't think bbc news 24 is watched by as many people as like sky news or itv news you know and i think people people watch sort of other sources first and i don't think that they could justify themselves that way and i think you know if they were just gonna put out sort of horizon and um their sort of more science-based programs they would but i think that there'd have to be like a sea change in what people wanted people would have to want that information but yeah i still think that the bbc is a very highly respected organization do you think the bbc should take like a better stance themselves and should they realize that they're not actually reporting objectively reporting facts and information they're actually spinning it to their own end i mean they're they 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 run the website okay so they're running bbc news the the corporation are yeah so they they when they report about jonathan ross and russell brand are they actually reporting that objectively as a news source or are they saying you know are they protecting their own their own sort of company their own uh, organization by saying you know this is what happened and you know they're Painting Jonathan Ross and Russell Brown as the bad guys. Well, no, they the. I don't think they are. I mean, I've read through their thing, and they always refer when on the BBC News when that whenever um, whenever their organisation comes up in a news item, they always refer to the BBC as the BBC, not us, as right. they could do because obviously they're all part of one organisation. Um, and like, I don't think they were spinning. It. They had like a. They had a. Um, Five Live uh, thing where they're talking about the whole controversy and people ringing in and giving their opinions, mm. and I mean, they were they were just sort of trying to be even and balanced. But you mean I think I still think that they're losing. They're still relying too much on the opinions of like people and relying on interviews and stuff like that. Mm. Maybe not being biased themselves but just trying to trying to contextualize issues and they i think in a sense that their primary objective should be just to give the facts or maybe some history on what's happened before and not trying to say why is this important so much as just sort of telling it how it is because as soon as you get into the why then you're getting into the area of sort of opinion Mm. and that's where where you're stepping into sort of a gray area so can anything be reported without spin? I think it's possible, yeah. I mean, but the problem is, I mean, that is traditionally very boring. I mean, it's quite... I mean, if you read... I don't know, say, like... an uh, Well, say, like, somebody takes over. Say, like, there's there's an uprising in the Congo, as there is now, and some warlord comes into power. Mm. You can say, you know, so-and-so, the warlord, has taken over this area of the Congo, uh, there are so many people in. Or you can do a sort of sun and sort of do the evil, malevolent... Um, judging them. Ju- yeah, you're immediately, you're immediately judging a person, but it reads. I mean, it, it is more interesting to read that. More sexy. Yeah. 
<clears throat> so if, like, obviously, uh, during the Second World War, and Hitler was in power of Germany, and he wanted to take over Europe, so he would have run it in his own fashion. Had had the Nazis not been defeated, and Hitler kind of continued his power, taken over Europe, would we be sitting here, you know, of the opinion that he was uh, a dictator, or would he be the father of something fantastic? I mean, is it is it all? Does it all boil down to like your how you? brought up and like in the surroundings and the the time we all live that's i mean that's a very difficult question to answer i mean it's obvious it's well i mean i don't want to say it's obvious but like you know the way the way the nazis worked and their propaganda did did affect what people thought and i think there are people who stood aside and were like well you know what this guy is doing is wrong i mean i heard about one story it was sort of a, a a kid who was in the Nazi youth. Um Hitler youth. Hitler youth, yeah. Um he basically um this Jew ended up at their house who had escaped from a nearby concentration camp or whatever. He got away and his father and um grandfather sat down and like his mum prepared him a meal. And at the time this kid was like, What the fuck are you doing? This this guy's Jewish. We got to hand him over he's evil and apparently the the father and the uh, uh, grandfather were sitting there going well who wants to take him to the border so he can get him the fuck out of it mm. and you know obviously they did that and obviously they weren't suddenly swept up in the resistance the resistance of the top well they weren't swept up in the nazi propaganda and all jews are evil mm. and all that kind of stuff mm. so i mean you know there obviously will be people who will turn around and think for themselves and go hang on a minute but it does does work to some extent so so could if if hitler or if the nazis had defeated the allied forces would he actually ever be in power or would human kind of you know uh, human assessment of the situation and and sanity shall we say yeah and and people kind of the resistance forming these sort of things where you know would they eventually win and win out i would i'd like to say yes Basically, so, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't be certain, but I'd like to say that you know there is enough of, you know, people do have a general morality and that well, the, what they're doing is wrong. I mean, obviously, a large percentage of people were just sort of brought over to this idea, and if you brought up children from a stance that the, the, the um, Jews were evil, and obviously after a certain amount of time they would get to a point where they're all rounded up and sort of executed. But then, I don't know, because the highest, was it 35 36% of the vote the Nazis got before they got into power? I mean, they had the largest share of the vote. Oh, they were voted and in. It was polit- polit- Politically, they were the they, they didn't get, elected they party. They didn't get enough of a majority to form a parliament, and they had to, they had to do some sort of political sort of movements and um, sign up of other parties. Well, initially, they, they weren't there a coalition when they first came... Yeah, they they were a, they were a coalition, but I, I, I think Hitler got... He got the largest portion of the vote, but he didn't get... Enough. He didn't get enough to make, yeah. to form his own government and had to come in as a coalition... And then um, he wanted he wanted what was it the chancellor he wanted to become chancellor, um, and there was a lot of op- opposition from the other parties to actually let him have this mm. sort of role. But he eventually did it, and then he was able to use executive powers from sort of the president of Germany at the time, I think, or it might not have been president, but you know whatever the head of state was called, yeah. and he was able to use the head of state's power to veto a lot of things and just basically create yeah but that's the point he he never had 
he never had a majority of Germans on his side bef- before he came to power. Now, afterwards, obviously, there were elections and there were votes and, you know, 99% of people voted for him or whatever. But, you, I mean, you can't, you can't use that as a um, guide to... Well, can I just, you know, bring it forward? You know, we are having this moral sort of debate now. I mean, you know... George Bush is a fucking train wreck, right? Mm. And he's still in power, and we could have, you know, Mark II. Senator McCain. Next, well, this week, whatever, whenever this comes out, I don't know. Last week. <laughs> Last week. Um, should we do two, should we record two little intros? <laughs> one where Obama right. wins, one where McCain wins. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 let's, let's just record the one where Obama wins yeah. and just hope for the best. Yeah. Because yeah. I have faith in the human beings... Out there, you have faith in middle redneck America. Yes, <laughs> listen, man. You know, they, America are capable of great things, believe it or not. I tell like, you, what, amazingly, I watched the last election when Bush won against uh, John Kerry, and you know how um, I don't know if you've seen. John like, Kerry is the most boring man alive, though. That... He's related to Bush. Is he? Well. Yeah. Oh, is he? He's a yeah, cousin. He's or like a cousin. <laughs> he was a patsy. <laughs> I'm right. telling you, they just put him up there, right? Uh, so I mean, like. How the fuck did that man get in twice if it wasn't rigged? This he didn't get in the first time, did he? Exactly. He he stole the election twice, right? And he's done it in front of everybody's noses. And now we're asking Alexis if he has faith in humankind. (laughs) I'm sorry. There is, you know, if it happens a third time, I don't know what we're going to do. Uh, Anyway, I was watching the... um... You know how they do the map of America and all the states, yeah. and they they colour them red or blue depending yeah, on which yeah, way yeah. they vote. And all of the outside of America was blue, yeah. and all of the middle of America was red. It was just like such as kind of like a telling um, well, the, picture they... of, of like American society and how kind of they how how the population think and operate. Like the, the, anyone on the outskirts of the kind of country in the, in the uh, coastal towns, the, coastal states. In America, I mean, the coastal areas are where all the wealth is because there's not there's not a lot in the middle of America. Like middle America is basically just a bunch of forest. You've got you've got like you know New York, Chicago's a bit inland, but it's not that far mm. from the coast. There you've is got a lot of the industry local. though. Yeah, but I mean, you don't have you don't have a major. Well, I, to to my knowledge, you don't have a major city like you've got mm. New York, you've got Washington. They're both pretty much on the coast. You've got Los Angeles yeah. over on the San other Francisco. coast, San Francisco. Um, Seattle's pretty much on the coast, isn't mm. it? I mean, all the all the major sort of American um, cities we think of. Except except Chicago. except Chicago and possibly New Orleans, but that's well, in that's the... pretty much coastal, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's on the Mississippi. It's quite a coast place, and I think Detroit is sort of middle as well. But that's that is not a sort of affluent. So the, but even Chicago and um, Detroit aren't aren't they both on lakes? Certainly, Chicago is on Michigan, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I think it is. So I mean, it's basically. I mean, for all intents and purposes, it, it is coastal. Yeah. Because it has... I mean, cities are always built around harbours, basically. Where, I mean, traditionally, that's where they... Well, the communities rivers. Communities develop because when... Um, for transport and export, import... When you need a source of water. Well, yeah, but I mean, they they, they all 
gathered around these uh, areas where it was easy and had good access to the rest of the world and things. That's good Sim City gameplay there. Yep. Um, I'd I'd like to look to say as well. I don't quite share um, Owen's dismissive. Of, well, not dismissive opinions. Cause I think Bush is a moron, but. You know, I'm not. I'm not completely convinced they were they're rigged. Although there is a lot of dodgy certainly stuff. the first one was was the first one, one was rigged. I think. Yes, the second not, one I don't know. I, I reckon he just sneaked it probably. I just think fucking Al Gore. <laughs> it's just so. Uh, I so just hate Al, Al Gore or John Kerry though. I mean, well, are they both just empty suits. Well, no. Well, the thing I really hate Al Gore because you know his wife Tipper Gore. She was the person behind those explicit lyrics things. You know the stickers you get on yeah. the front of the album. She yeah. was the parental dri- advisory. Parental advisory thing. She was the driving force, and she was trying to have a lot of music banned back in the early nineties, I think it was. And I just the guys. I mean, I just think he's a fucking hypocrite as well. He does like that that global warming thing, inconvenient and truth. inconvenient truth, and it comes out like he's got some fucking huge mansion. Pumping, uh, out, CO2. pumping out CO2. It's like he, he I think his, his carbon cost is something like 16 times larger than the average American, which, I mean, is the largest standard. I mean, if you look at the thing, the average American uses more CO2 than the average person in any other country of the thing. And this guy's 16 times higher than him. And he just talks about how we should use less CO2. It's, well, sort your own house out before you start mm. criticising us. Yeah, fair enough. Absolutely. Mm, totally agree with you. So yeah. do you think it's well, Bush hasn't had an opposition? Is that the problem? I mean, John I Kerry. We know. said. I mean, he was. He was just. Who, I'm, the, I'm, who the fuck was John Kerry? I mean, I'm I, gonna. I'm I gonna touch. I. I can't. I. To be honest, before before you mentioned his name, I couldn't even remember who, um, it who it was who was standing in the first presidential election. But I mean, well, it was Al Gore originally? Al Gore was the first one. Yeah. John Kerry was two. Oh, was second it? term was John Kerry. John Kerry. Um, um, let's not forget uh, Hillary. Oh, well, yeah, well no, she, she didn't count. stand, she doesn't count. She did just, she? She wasn't, she wasn't actually she was up standing. for president. She's still on the wall path, I'm telling you. So do you think Obama represents a, uh, an actual opposition for Bush? I mean, or, or opposition for the uh, Republican Party? I th- well, I well think... the problem with him is, um, and everyone over there doesn't know what he's about, that's what they'll always tell you. If they're Republicans, they'll say, what does Obama stand for? Right, he keeps saying change, change, change. Sounds like a bit of a Tony Blair to me. Mm. That turned out to be a nightmare, right? But you got you 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 openly know what John McCann's about, right? And he's not a warmonger, is he? I, I don't know. I thought... Well, you, you know, he's in Why We Fight, and he's talking about the military-industrial complex, and he's totally aware of how it yeah. works. Yet that man will happily march them into, you know. More war, probably with Iran or or Syria or wherever their next oil line is, or mm. you know, he 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 is a nightmare. He's yeah. a continuation of one big long nightmare, and we we need something else. Something's got to give. Yeah, not Saudi Arabia though, who are the main sort of um, proponents of sort of ex- the extremist Islam. <laughs> that they they print you can you can get free copies of the of, of the Quran from. Um, this company, well, these all people in Saudi Arabia who are sort of twinned with the Americans, mm. are sending out, and it's got sort of um, you know like notes in it, sort of pushing the Quran in this sort of warlike way, in that we need tanks, we need bombs, we need guns, we need soldiers. You know, Islam must be this. Mm. This is what we are. And I mean, there are there are lots of sort of peaceful forms 
of Islam around the world, and that there are a lot of peaceful Muslims, and a lot of them very chilled out. But the way the 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 one that has the money is the one that is kind of, you know, very very extreme form. But I don't particularly want to go into this whole subject because I think it's a very touchy area. Mississippi. Oh. oh. Bit of Mississippi, that one. Bit of controversy. We're, we're going to get in trouble now. We need to step up our People game. will be complaining to Ofcom. We have 40,000. Well, luckily, this this us. stuff isn't regulated, I don't think. <laughs> I mean, I label everything as explicit because I tend to use. Uh, Expletives. Yeah. Well, my, my language is horrific. Yeah, I know. And, you know, it's because we're unintelligent, you know. Yeah. But. Um, well, I'm. I'm. Would we get a job with the BBC? Like, would they listen to this show and think maybe say say this show ever got kind of like popular and it was this they heard about it and they said, well, come on, we've got to get these guys in it. And then they put the show on and they gave it a listen. Do you think they would have the guts to say, well, you guys will give you a show, you just can't swear, behave yourselves? Do you think they'd do that, or would they just be gutless? And I'm saying, fairly sure that. Um... You know, there's some swearing on the BBC, like late night. I mean, you can get away with saying fuck, depending on who you are. I got told off for swearing the other night. On what BBC? No, I was in the pub. Right. <laughs> and I thought the pub, you know, pub, eight o'clock, right? You're allowed to swear. I've been drinking quite a lot, right? And at eight o'clock, right, I'm talking about someone who will remain anonymous, right? right. And they are a see you next Tuesday. Right. Right? Fair enough. So I said it. You said you're I see you next Tuesday. Yeah, no, I, I was talking about someone. He wasn't there. Right, 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 right. You don't like him particularly. I don't like him. And I was just, uh, describing him as a see you next Tuesday, right? Yeah. Everybody else around the table started to cringe. Right? Yeah. Who yeah. were you and there I, with? I, wasn't well, us, I was well. in a pub in Teddington. <laughs> Mm. And I thought that all pubs... I've never been told off for swearing in a pub, right? No. And at 8 o'clock, it's not like there was children in there. I'm in, an, in a place for adults. And yeah. I'm not saying I'm very proud of what I, <laughs> how I talk, right? But sometimes I need to express myself, yeah, with four-letter words, right? Which aren't very clever, right? But if I want to say cunt, because someone is a cunt, right... It's they shouldn't be cunts. I shouldn't need to say it. If people in the world were nice, yeah. I wouldn't have to say cunt, right? <laughs> but sometimes, you know, you need to say it. It's a useful uh, and and what happened word. was there was a, 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 a two sort of older couples, right? And both the men yeah. stood up individually and came over and warned me not to to use that language or else. Really? Yeah, so they're they basically threatening they, to beat you up. With, were you drinking well, with... Well, they didn't say what they were going to do, but they said, or else. Were you drinking with these couples, or were they just in no, the No, 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 they, they were, were on another table, and they came over, and I was just shocked. I Unbelievable, yeah, yeah. I never experienced anything like it. And, uh, and then So I, what did you say to them? I, 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 did you apologise? Yeah. You said, oh, I'm really I sorry. Went, I, I went, well, the, the gentleman walked past, and I said, listen, I'm really sorry. I didn't realise that it wasn't acceptable for me. Like I thought it was. Okay. You didn't realise that as an adult, I, you weren't allowed I'm to not, make your own decisions. I'm not very proud of it, but like I just thought it was okay. So I went over and I and because they said don't apologise to us, apologise to the women. So I said I apologise to them, and and one of the women said, "Have ha, you should have more respect for yourself." 
Sounds like a cunt. I would call her a cunt. <laughs> so, Unbelievable. Do you know what? I, 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 I swear on a fairly regular basis, I don't have any qualms about it. I don't have very few qualms about where I do it. Uh, if I know someone actively doesn't like swearing, I will attempt. And, I, you know, I can do it. I will not swear. But I, I find it quite kind of inhibiting not being allowed to kind of use words. half I, your vocabulary I, well, do you know what I mean I, 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 I like to think I, uh, I'm entitled to choose my words and you know speak freely of my mind and if uh, if I want to s- use expletives to exaggerate a point or make a make a point that's my decision you know you're as a, as a listener or someone else can choose to find those words offensive but I wouldn't ever if someone came up to me and said if I was in your city and they said, look, you know, you can't use the language, I would say, well, uh, it's it's my choice. I can use the words I want. These words exist in our society. And if I choose to use them, you don't like them. That's not my problem. Mm. That's your problem, you know. Fair enough. I won't. If I was in your company, I would maybe attempt not to uh, not to use them. But um, Well, I was being quite loud. Yeah, but I, I get into these sort of situations like, well, we were coming, you remember we were coming back from the Uncle concert in Brixton, mm-hmm. and uh, there was that thing on the train. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, and, and, I, and I was saying, I kind of called him a cunt, and he was getting round, and I was like, do you know what, just fuck off, you know, yeah. just sit down, enjoy, I was doing nothing wrong, you know, I was talking to Mark... Uh, and, and he made it. He made you his business. And, and but I was just getting on, and he he provoked me into calling him a cunt in a way because I was just t- having a conversation with Mark, and then all of a sudden he was getting all kind of uh, what did I do? I knocked his head or well, my hand because I was having to stand on the train. Yeah. My hand was resting on the seat, and I like brushed the top of his head, and he said, "Oh, you know, you better fucking stop doing." It. I was like, "What? What? Why are you? What? what what's your problem? Mm. Just you know, fuck off. Yeah, just sit down. It's an accident. Enjoy your journey home with your dad or whatever it was." It was weird, but uh, you know, if he, if that was all, that was a bit bizarre. But if this guy came up to me in a party, said, well, it's, I I can choose my own language. I'm you know 26 years old, and I'm entitled to do that. And you know, apologies if it offends you. Censorship is just fucking the pits, man. That is the worst. That's the most annoying thing for me about Russell Brand jumping Ross situation is that you know BBC are paying these people to put on kind of um, pro regular programming. And then they try and sense what they're saying. Don't fucking employ them. Just yeah. don't employ them. Yeah. Let, let Russell Brown and John Frost do their own thing. Let them go and you know make DVDs, do stand-up shows where they're not going to be subject to censorship. The BBC, they pay them 18 million quid and then they say, you've got to say what we want to say. They're just fucking puppets in the BBC's kind of propaganda machine. Well, I don't think... I mean, I don't think it's fair to um, accuse... Well, the BBC of being spineless, but I don't think the original pressure was put on by the BBC. I think this is this has come from... General public. Ge- general public, and it's been stirred up by the um, Daily Mail and The Sun. And I think, like, you know... So why didn't the BBC just say... Well, I think, there I are think... we pay them, we employ them. There are employees. Uh, we pay John for us eighteen million pounds, and uh, you know, well, I... whatever he can say, and we trust his opinion. and We trust what he says. I mean, why can't they just? Why couldn't they stick up for them? I just, I just think there was so much. Kind it's a late of... night show on BBC Is Radio it Two. It no. was like, yeah, it's, it's like ten p.m. It's a ten p.m. Okay. show. Why didn't they just back them up? Why it's, didn't they stick it's... up for them and say, well, yeah. fair enough. Attack you like you know personally sort of saying they shouldn't have done the prank call. They shouldn't That's have done it. Yeah, fine, yeah. tell them off. But their biggest mistake was ringing them back. If they just did it once, you know, slap on a wrist. You know, yeah. you can't you can't be seen to do it's that. Caught but, in the moment though. But you know, 
end of the day, they should have they should have defended them. They should have stuck up for them. Yeah, Russell Brand. Well, Russell Brand is like one of the biggest kind of working comics in our in our country, and BBC didn't have the guts and to say part of his act is to just um, break down people like Daily Mail and the Sun and expose them as you know just the mindless shit. So obviously they're gonna go gun ho yeah, at him. Can I can I mention a couple of other things on the censorship thing? Is everybody? I mean, I don't know if you heard, but apparently. Australia are in the process of um, censoring the whole internet. They're going to set up like a firewall yeah. and they're going to well, cut. And there was another. Well, China do it, don't they? China. Well, yeah. I mean, it's kind of. It's kind of. Well, I mean, it's not understandable that China do it, but from from, you know, where their government is, mm. it's kind of like oh, you know, this this is something China would do. But Australia is sort of a kind. Of, the so what they're trying to censor. Yeah, but Rupert's well, in the game, you know. They're 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 doing sort of at the moment. It's sort of child porn is going to be a mandatory locked out. But then they're talking. How do they how do they lock out child porn? Well, they lock out the search terms. They ban website. I mean, they, presumably they do that anyway. If you find in in, in Britain, if you found uh, a website containing child pornography, it would be blacklisted anyway, wouldn't it? By who? Nobody would blacklist it. That website would be shut down by the police. Well, yeah, I mean, the police might go around if it's if, it if, if, if it's located in the UK. Then, yeah, I imagine the police will go around and knock on doors. And I mean, I there has in past. I mean, I don't. I first thing I want to say that I no way condone child pornography. I it's think fine. it's you don't sick. Need to say that. It's fine. I don't really um, that. It's fine. Okay, but I mean, like obviously, if if that there's some sort of server sitting somewhere in Russia distributing child pornography, anybody in the UK can go to that website and that website w- will be fine from any sort of interference well, from anybody. Wouldn't, wouldn't service providers... Uh, no. They, they, they have the ability to. They, uh, Well, obviously they have the ability to. I don't know. I don't know if they have... I don't know. I don't think they're set up to do it and they don't generally sense anything mm. as a matter of course I mean otherwise they could probably come down pretty hard on sort of Napster yeah. well not Napster well because this is the whole thing about downloading uh, music and video films and stuff yeah um, and now uh, service providers are sending out letters or something apparently mm. or certain ones are adhering to this uh, rule that the M- MPAA have put down uh, saying that you have to give them three warnings and then Oh, it's free strikes. And, you know, yeah. Well, I don't even know that. I don't think they're actually gone as far as saying sort of laying down the free strikes. I think they sent out letters that basically say stop illegally download. Well, firstly they say what you've illegally downloaded and what they've caught you doing, and then they um, then they sort of turn around and say stop it or else. Have you, had, they have, you had a, have you had a letter? No. And do you download much illegal content? No, not particularly. I've kind of stopped because I'm a bit worried because obviously yeah. I don't. Well, but you're a heavy internet user. Aren't I'm you, a heavy really? internet user. I have since this whole thing has been up, downloaded a few stuff. But then I, there's there's ways I won't discuss around being, what, being whatever cool. whatever they do. However, however they do it. What, however, the point is all all that the service providers and the MPAA can do is they can react <clears throat> to what the illegal people are doing. Right. And that's it's going to be it's going to become progressively more and more difficult because what will happen is you you know we had Napster that was shut down then you've yeah. got a host of like 
I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's like Gutu Networks, which is like LimeWire uses, yeah. and there's a bunch of other providers. Or anything peer to peer, isn't peer-to-peer. it? Peer to peer, and then you've got BitTorrent that Bit came time. in afterwards. But now they're now you can like oh, I think through Pirate Bay they were talking about doing encrypted, encrypted mm. website. Well, I think encrypted Pirate, Pirate Bay have just had a big court case, haven't they? As well, I, I don't know what's think, going on. They're, with they're, they're Scandinavian, are they? Yeah, there was it was very. I mean, there was a bit of a question mark over. Um, how legal their operation was yeah. because their their defence was we don't host any illegal material, we only provide links to the illegal material. Mm. And that's been... Well, I think the court case got thrown out. Really? They I won? Think they got, I think they, they, they won, yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, there was there's definitely some changes in law there. Um, but that was the thing, Australia... I mean, that's the thing. What, well, firstly, there's going to... The only people that Australia putting in this firewall to stop will be the people who are interested in sort of not breaking law. People are not going to look at child pornography or whatever mm. else they ban. Those are the people who are going to be affected because there will be false positives. Like there will be websites that don't contain any explicit yeah, material yeah. that get blocked. It's going to bring down the speed of their whole internet. Like there's some of the products they're looking at using will will make internet in Australia, I think 70% slower. Right. Which is obviously quite a lot. I mean, that for me would be going back to less than a meg, a megabot, a megabit uh, connection. Connection. Mm. Um, yes. Sorry, this is getting a bit boring and witty. The other thing I wanted to say. Just say, just say. We got time. Yeah. yeah. Go the on. other thing I wanted to say was there's like um, there was that whole course of the girls allowed um, yeah, with yeah. the the torture porn story, and it just it just seems a bit kind of over the top to even bother. Why and. That's the first obscenity trial for forty years or something, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, I heard. I heard the title of this story was "Girls Scream Aloud," mm. which sort of suggests that it's not a particularly well-written piece of literature. But well, I guess it's a pun, isn't it? Supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, it's a pun, but I mean, and it's probably probably not very nice. Um, but it's just like, why, why sense this stuff? But that shit is everywhere. I mean, yeah. that's not this girls and our story. That's probably not. That's probably one story in a fucking million that have been written. Fantasy sex stories. You know, uh, you look at all those Chris Akabusi um, sex stories that came out, uh, was it earlier this year or last year? Yeah. Like, there was people all over the world who were reading that forum were, like, having a go at writing, like, their own Chris Akabusi story. Uh, and, you know, that's nothing's been happening. That's some of those things were, like, you know, sexist, racist, explicit, you know, everything you could, every box you could tick. We're on there, and um, you know what happened to those? Nothing, nothing. I just like rude stuff. Um, do we need we're to... almost out of time. Do you, uh, we haven't had time to do a competition. You've kept us going. Can you um, can you do the outro? Can I do the outro? This right, episode six, Rise of the Lex Man. Okay. That's you. Right, right. Just do a little sign off. And um, we try and get it positive. Yeah, yeah, we're still going. Be tell positive, uh, because it's. I've been getting quite down sitting here listening to all this. So let's let's uplifting ending. Let's do some sex stuff. Go. Okay, this is uh, being Oscar wants a sausage episode six. Rise of the Lex Man. Thanks for listening and goodbye. Bit short. We could probably do a better one than that. Well, what what else do you want me well, to say? Well, I thought you might a little ad lib, maybe a little bit. I really can't think of anything to say.